Hello and welcome to the Tips and Nits podcast with Sia and Pip. We're an audio podcast based in Glasgow where we talk everything that is yarny, nitty and fabulous and sometimes we do tend to get a little bit tipsy along the way. Whether you are a new or returning listener, we are delighted to have you here with us and let's get on with the show. Let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah. Insert yes. my cute music. All the podcasts are like a high pump up note. Woo! Energy. Hey. What are you drinking? Water. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep oh. that hydration up. You? What a coincidence. I too am drinking water, so we should <gasps> probably rename the podcast from tipsy nits to watery nits. Or <laughs> sobriety nits. Hydrate nits. <laughs> um, as a quick note, not pregnant. Nope. Just, we ain't got time for alcohol right now, guys. Well, I got drunk last week. Hmm. And I moved in with my in-laws, so I don't particularly fancy, like, <laughs> just sitting here with booze because the only thing that's available is wine and I'm not going to open a bottle to myself (laughs) it's not going to do it hello mother-in-law and (laughs) father-in-law excuse me while I uh, crack into your wine cellar (laughs) however we don't have while we don't have booze chat we do have knitting chat we have plenty of chat and oh yeah hello Welcome to the podcast. We love you, whether you're new or a returning listener. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, once again, you're not really getting a podcast episode as previously advertised in terms of the whole like tipsy shit. We're yeah, some practice. Yeah. Oh, it's a pandemic. Who cares? I know, right? Do you remember at the very start of the pandemic, we were like, maybe we'll get to record more often. It's like, no. <laughs> Surprisingly, I now have less time than I did before. Did you? Didn't expect that. I think there's a less time thing, but also I know, like, on my end of things, I did the thing that I know several people did, where, like, I drank a fair bit at the start. Mm. Not like, you know, not that I'm saying that I was absolutely, like, rat-arsed every day, but, like, I had my routine. I'd play World of Warcraft on a Monday, I'd do dungeons with my pals, and I'd drink significant amount of Prosecco. <laughs> the superior the no- choice. The novelty's worn off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, alcohol's just, at the moment, just not that fun. Yeah. We got better things to do. We might, drink, we might drink next episode, you never know, but, like, whatever you all are doing, make sure you're flipping well hydrated. Yes. Water is very important. Mm-hmm. So, see ya. Yes. You are dying to tell me what you've got on and off the needles. Yes! Okay, it's really fitting that this is October and it's like nearly Halloween that we're doing this because mes amis... God, I'm really really camped this afternoon, this afternoon, this evening. I don't know why. (laughs) I have been indulging in some... Yarn cremancy. The uninitiated, it's like necromancy, so like the whole raising stuff from the dead, but with yarn. So it's like it's like I'm a cleric in D and D. I've just taken a couple of levels in like yarnchromancy spells. So I have been frogging the heck out of a lot of knitted items. Oh yes, 
And I've been taking that yarn and erasing it from its pre-knit graveyard and turning it into some amazing new things. Excellent. So, to speed up the answer in a really long-winded way, on my needles, I've currently got a, and this is the actual name of it, it's called The Sweater With No Name. Mm-hmm. And it's by Paige Parkin, also known as The Knit Diaries. Mm-hmm. And it's this really cool, like, cold shoulder sweater. And, like, I've, I saw it ages ago and I was like, oh, my God, I want it. And in terms of the yarn, I decided to frog my second Sunset Highway sweater. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to go into the huge amounts of detail on this one, but I personally was uncomfortable with the values associated with the designer of that sweater. Mm-hmm. And after various things that went on last year, I kind of just didn't wear it. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of felt sad looking at it and I felt really upset that I had it. And I just didn't want to wear it and hurt other people as well. So mm-hmm. completely frogged it and it has been raised from the dead and it is now becoming this amazing different sweater. And the yarns I'm using are all sturdy sock from chromatic yarns Ooh. and i ran out i ran out of yarn i played yarn chicken so i've had to order new yarn <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean this was not particularly unexpected because i'm pretty sure that you were texting and being like do you think this will be enough and me and heather were both like no and you're like well yeah, i'm gonna try right. anyway and then you were like i ran out of yarn and we were like Yes, you did. <laughs> yep. And that's not the only thing that I frogged. I didn't admit to it, but I also frogged the magpie tendency that I made at the start of lockdown. <laughs> not, not the slub one. Not the slub one, the first one. Okay. Um, because I decided that I wanted to do a sort of like navy through to grey fade. Mm-hmm. Um, bypassing through purple. So the yarns from that magpie tendency have also... <laughs> found themselves transformed and um, raised up into this humongous jumper. (laughs) Would you say it's almost like a sweater lich? Oh my god, it is. It is a lich sweater. And I can't be bothered to explain what a lich is, but basically big dead thing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) You play World of Warcraft, lich king. Um, (laughs) My best. Gina Proudmore, Laura Bailey. <laughs> uh, that's a reference to Pip. So yeah, that's that's what's mostly on my needles. But also, I have a Brioche Alicious by Andrea Mowry on the go, because apparently 2020 is the year that I knit two of everything. Mm-hmm. It's 2020, two of everything. <laughs> that's that's a nice lich noise for you. That's my zombie noise. <laughs> the face that you just made was. I hate 2020. But anyway, I'm knitting this using the the Gamer Crafting Superheroine sock from the March Birds of Prey Mystery Club she did. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's perfect. Yes. Bringy and bouncy. But that is what I have got on my needles. Pip, in the interest of pretending to be professional, what do you have on your needles? I have a swallowtail sweater by Knitosophy, Mm -hmm. which is actually 
quite hard to say. I've never said that out loud before. But it's this beautiful, like, super color work sweater on the yoke. It has, like, a swallowtail butterfly. It's gorgeous. I love it. I've coveted it for ages. And it's been in my queue since it came out. And I cast it on. And I finished the yoke. It took me a month. And then what happened? And then it was way too big. So what did you have to do? I had to frog it. And I decided, actually, and this is the weird thing, right? My tension was right. Oh. But it was still way too big. So I've just knit it a size down. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems to be much better, except now the black yarn of the yoke, of the colour work on the yoke is kind of rubbing off a bit onto the white yarn of the colour work. Oh, no. But it's not horrendous it's kind of subtle so i'm hoping that it's not gonna run too bad so when i block it i'm literally just gonna give it a quick dunk in cold water and okay. hope but at this point i am not frogging that shit again it's a month per go on the yoke and i can deal with the gray yoke you know if the contrast isn't bang it'll still be there yeah you know and it looks that cute, and it's such a sweet sweater, and I can't wait till I finished it, even though I'm probably going to be knitting this for a year. So um, the entire, it's like full-on colour work. It's not even just a colour work yoke. It's like literally top to like Colour work, not quite. So it's colour work, yoke, mm-hmm. colour work, and then the yoke kind of, the colour work on the yoke extends a bit past the sleeve separation. So you do colour work at the top okay. of the sleeves and a little bit across the bust. And then it's colour work on the bottom of the sweater and on the bottom of the sleeves. So you do have a plain bit of stockinette and a plain okay. um, on the body and on the arms. But there's not all that much. But it does mean you can have keep interest. But it also means I cannot knit it around Jay at oh. all. So I'm not getting all that long to knit it. So, and I mean, my mojo is coming and going at the moment. Some days mm-hmm. I'm busy and some days, so I'm actually maybe only getting one row a day on it at the moment, right. but I'm still loving it. Can't wait to wear it. It's going to be good. It looks amazing so far. Like, Thank you. So pretty. Thank you. It's going to be so nice to wear it. <sighs> I can't wait. I'm so, so excited. So <laughs> yeah. So, what have you cast off, Sia? Off. Apparently, I have been on a massive game of crafting yarn kick. Why late. wouldn't you? Because it's all beautiful yarn. yarn is amazing. <laughs> I have cast off a Tombra hat mm-hmm. by Megan Fernandez. And I did that using Game of Crafting Merino DK. Mm-hmm. And I also cast off an Antletuk. I changed the pronunciation of that one with Phil. He's Canadian, he gets very upset otherwise. Probably still pronouncing it wrong anyway because he's from flipping Quebec. <laughs> so cast off, that's by Tin Can Knits. And yeah, it is amazing yarn from Angie. It is super, super smushy. Like it is one of the best DK bases I've ever come across. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and the patterns were cabled and they were super cute. Yeah. And that's what I've cast off. What have you cast <laughs> off, Pip? I have cast off my Ripple Bralette by Jessie May yes. Designs. And my god, I love it. I need a million of them. Next time I will definitely make a smaller one because this one's just a bit big. It covers, but it doesn't support. But that's fine. 
that's not a problem. Next time I will know, make a size smaller. And I love it so much. It's so cute. I wore it for days. I wore it for days. What did you use? I used Fiberpunk British Sock. And it's self-striping in the Bramble colorway. Yes, the bramble colorway. And it's so nice. I love it so much. I had so much fun. I kn- And the way that the eye cord is done, you can knit the eye cord two at a time. So they're the same length. Oh, oh. nice. I never realized that. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, screw this. I am not going to count rows. Oh, um, so, yeah, I love it so much. I love it so much. So much. Yeah, I'm going to make about a million of them. Now that I'm no longer breastfeeding, I can. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Can you tell I'm happy about that? Everyone was like, oh, you miss it. And I'm like, nope, I don't. I'm free. It's over. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Anyway. So this is the section of the podcast where we have a brief celebration of Pip's breasts. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> uh, give it a few months. This will be this will be released on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Oh my God! How, how does our podcast go? I don't what know. What is podcast? How I record. <laughs> oh, I don't even. What's our next section? Let me look at this. Oh, spam! Spam! spam. We do that. We're good at that spam. shit. You are good at that shit. Sort of. Do you want to go first? Uh, sure. I only have one spam thing, and uh, that is a pattern, and it's the architecture shawl by Lavanya Patricella. Mm hmm. So it's this super cool new brioche shawl that she's done. It's crescent shaped and she's done it with Lola Bean Yarn Company. Mm-hmm. So it's this cool, she's got cool gradients and like all the kits and stuff sold out super fast. Mm-hmm. But it is a really beautiful pattern and it's really simple, like single and double color brioche. And I love it. And I can't wait to find yarn to do it in because yes. It's pretty. It's so pretty. She's just amazing at brioche. Mm-hmm. Her patterns are just beautiful and so well written. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's my spam. What spam do you bring for us, Pip? I have no patterns because I'm actually working through my cue box because yeah. I am refusing to use Ravelry. So I am yep. just enjoying that. Just working through that cue box. Mm-hmm. meant to do it for a long time finally actually doing it and I do have one piece well two pieces of yarn spam but they came from the same thing okay I checked my budget and I could afford to go in for one of the lucky dips from Gamer Crafting when she ran them recently and well, it's not from this podcast despite the repeated mentions <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and it's funny because when it was on the way I was like I have a design idea that needs DK yarn that works with cables and lace Mm -hmm. in an orangey colour wouldn't it be funny if my lucky dip was that 
guess what, listeners? It was. I got orange merino DK in my lucky dip from Angie, and it is exactly what I needed for this new design that I have in my head. Um, so I'm very excited about that. And I also got 80 grams of DK minis in the February Blanket Club colorway, which is like beautiful, like neon pops in between like black. And it's like color in the darkness, I think was the theme. And it's like, so my version has like bright pink, bright orange. And I love them. And that's 80 grams of DK. That's enough to do a fair amount of stuff. So I'm going to have a look and see. Maybe I'll make a hat or a pair of mittens. But I love it. I just cannot believe how literally perfect the yarn, the, the DK yarn was, the, the skein. It's the Brahmin colorway. That's the one that I had. Yeah, and it's just literally exactly what I needed for this design. Angie is psychic. Yes. Can confirm, it cables beautifully. Yeah. Yes. I cannot wait to see what you design with it. Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to release it. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, also, whilst we're speaking of spam, Mm -hmm. just like to pop in a gentle reminder to all you lovely listeners to please not tag either of us or the podcast account in Instagram giveaways. Yeah. But anyway, back on to happy stuff. Happy stuff. Happy stuff. Perchance... Dost thou have some news? I doth have some news. It's technically also a kind of spam. But <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I released some new patterns. The Golden Rays hat, cowl, and mitts are now available for purchase on Payhip. And also Ravelry, because I'm a tiny designer and I can't afford not to be on Ravelry, but I would prefer you buy them from Payhip, please. And, uh, yeah, you can buy them as a set if you want, Mm -hmm. or you can buy individual patterns. What's the inspiration behind them? So, it's inspired by, like, the golden rays of sunlight that you get through the trees in the autumn, especially in Scotland, because at this time of year, the sun starts to get really low. So, even by, like, half five in the afternoon, like, the sun is really low, and you get these beautiful rays through the trees and I live just opposite a park as well so like I can see all the leaves changing color and the sun coming through and it's just really beautiful so that was the inspiration those of you who Mm -hmm. listen to the podcast or follow me online may remember that the cowl was published in knit now 113 back in March this year and basically the rights reverted back to me and I have done the hat and the mitts to match the hat and mitts come in three sizes each so from small to medium to large the cowl is available as either like quite a nice close fitting cowl or a longer one that you can wrap around twice and you can knit them in DK or four ply because the yarn that I used for the samples was kind of it was on the it was on the it was on like the thin edge of what would constitute a DK. It was barely more than a four ply, really. So I have oh, tested it. What weight? Sort of. 
But I've tested it on four ply and DK, and you can get gauge on both. Obviously, with the cowl, the gauge isn't massively important. With the hat and the mitts, it is, but it's you can get gauge with both. And it's it looks like quite a complex color work pattern, but once you get into the rhythm of it, it's not too hard. And the mitts are fully charted. So you don't have to worry about trying to decipher anything. It's all there. And uh, I'm going to run a knit along for them. Ooh, tell us more. So the knit along will start on the 10th of October, which is a Saturday. And it will run through to the 20th of December, which is a Sunday. Mm -hmm. And that will give you guys plenty of time to knit however many of them you want. And also, if you want to use them as Christmas gifts, it'll be a good way for people to chat about it and stuff. And there are hashtags. So you uh -huh. can use hashtags GoldenRaysCal, K-A-L, um, as well as GoldenRaysCowl, GoldenRaysHat, and GoldenRaysMitts. And you can see what people have been knitting using those hashtags. So you're going to run this on Instagram? I'm going to run it on Instagram and I will be participating myself. I have mm. some lovely knitting goddess yarn uh, in ply that I'm going to be using to knit myself a version that looks like stained glass windows. Ooh. So I'm very excited about that. And I want to say thank you to everyone that's bought the patterns so far. I was ecstatic every time I got an email through was absolutely ecstatic. And it really means a lot to me that people like them. So, yeah, our friend Kristen has already knit two pairs of the mitts, which so cool. is like, whoa, amazing, mind blown. And it's just so nice to see people enjoying something that I've spent a fair amount of time on. Well, I think the cool thing about the mittens that Chris has done is that she's done them in some very different colours. Mm -hmm. the one set's like bright pink and purple and the other set's sort of grey and mauve purple mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think the fact she's done that shows just how versatile the patterns are yep so you can use like as long as they're contrast like it works for any colour really because it's well, such a color, striking like, pattern they're unisex, gender neutral mm -hmm. however you want to describe it they are so easily adaptable yeah. to your personal tastes and I think a lot of the stuff that I design is quite unisex, which, mm -hmm. you know, appeals to me as a non-binary person, you know. So I just wanted anyone and everyone to be able to enjoy them. So, you know, it's, it's just so exciting that people like them. And I worked really hard on these. And, you did? Um, yeah, again, you can find them on Payhip. They are available on Ravelry as well for those of you that still use the platform. And yeah, come join me on the Cal. I might even do a wee Instagram live on Cast Ooh. on Day. We'll see. I We have moved in with my in-laws for a little while uh, because we needed some help with the baby. So I'll have to see if the internet is going to hold up on that because we are in the middle of the country. But I might do a wee Instagram live on the day. Awesome. Um, be a fun way to spend the last week of my 20s would be running the cow because 30 is coming up oh, very wow. soon. 
<laughs> Honestly, I'm looking forward to it. I just want to get it over and done with. I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm just like teetering on the edge of it. And I'm like, just hurry up. Yeah. Just, just, just do it. I'm going to put a nice big blog post up on my 30th birthday and be like, hey, finally, I'm like actually a grown up, really, truly. I can't pretend anymore. Sure <laughs> you can. You have beautiful, useful skin. <laughs> I coveted it from across the internet. This is just because my camera quality is so bad that you just can't see the blemishes. Oh, no, no, no. Listeners, <laughs> Pip, unlike me, has not ravaged her skin with, like, a crap ton of slap. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, part of me is like, thank God I never got into makeup. <laughs> Pip, Pip, Pip has got original skin. Mine is original skin. Sounds like this like brand of like skincare. It's like try new original skin. You know. <laughs> yeah. Whereas God, I've basically got the equivalent of a ravaged zombie. <laughs> you have not. You are beautiful. <laughs> I am beautiful. You just need to like trowel under the slap. <laughs> We're both really modern. Anyway, I just feel so, getting into the Halloween spirit. Yeah, the tangents that we go on, eh? But speaking of the Halloween spirit, Sia, you want to tell the world about yarn chromancy? Well, I feel like I've already told the podcast about it, but <laughs> as a rule. I don't know, I guess, like, if your knitting is bringing you down or you have finished objects that, like, you just don't use or wear, let and frog them and start again. Mm-hmm. Like, if you do not agree with the values of a designer and you don't want to wear their ideas on your body, mm-hmm. yarn chromancy. If you've got something and it doesn't fit, yarn chromancy. I feel like it's going to become a wrap or something. <laughs> you know, like... If you've got something and you've got a mistake on it and it's been bothering you for ages to the point that you actively resent it, just flipping rip it back. But seriously, it is honestly the most satisfying thing. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, you'll feel better for doing it. And I mean, like, even like if you're like Pip and you're halfway through a project and then you find that it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Like, like, yes, it is annoying. Told people that I was going to be knitting, ripping my yoke back. They were all like, no. Oh, I'm so sad for you. This is awful. And I was like, but it doesn't fit. And as I was knitting it, I was like, no, no, this doesn't fit. And I will never wear it. I will never. So actually, frogging it felt amazing. I was like, yeah, get back on the balls because you're awful. Like, it was just it was just a nice feeling. And then I could start again, and I love it even more now. Exactly. In, like, continuing on, putting all these hours and hours and hours of labor into something that you're mm-hmm. not going to wear. Exactly. And the other thing for me is, like, those dyers, those, like, you know, indie dyers in particular, if you're using hand-dyed yarn, they don't put hours and hours of work into that yarn for you to just basically chuck it in the back of your wardrobe. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, another solution for some people is like donating items. Mm-hmm. Pack up. But 
You spent the money on that yarn, right? Yeah, or, like, or, you've, been, or you've been gifted it. Yeah. You know. I mean, I have issues with using the word selfish because, frankly, I'm a woman. I deserve stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I should be allowed to spend time and money on myself rather than my home and my partner, but whatever. So, like, yeah, okay, I'm a <laughs> selfish knitter. Like, why should I donate something mm-hmm. when I could enjoy the fruits of my own labor? Yep. Um. I mean, I knit exclusively for myself, mm-hmm. except for very occasionally people who have proven themselves knitworthy yes. get something for me for Christmas. But apart from that, I knit exclusively for myself and I don't feel any shame about that at all. Good. It's a hobby. Like, would you expect someone who paints models to give away their models? Would you expect someone who, I don't know, would you expect someone who runs to spend, to, to buy everyone else running stuff? Like, or give away running medals? I don't know. Like, like you, just, you just wouldn't expect people who do other hobbies to do that hobby specifically for other people and never for themselves. You just wouldn't. If that's what you want to do yourself, if you don't knit for yourself and you want to knit for other people exclusively, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But the people who like try and shame people for being selfish knitters or whatever, get in the bin. Yeah, like I feel like we need to start ridding the term, like ridding the world of the term selfish knitter. Mm-hmm. So, like, rather than saying I'm a selfish knitter, just I'm a knitter. Yeah, you know, same for me. with like. Same way, like, we're getting rid of the word flattering. Like, I've not used the word flattering to describe myself or other people's clothings and bodies for the past 18 months, two years. Mm -hmm. Because flattering just means making yourself smaller. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Screw that. And screw screw being selfish. (laughs) Yep. Yep. It's like I'm starting. I'm taking the very first baby steps into sewing my own clothes which I've mentioned on the podcast before. And you're um, doing a good job of it. And, uh, you know, the dungarees that I have made do not make me look any smaller. They make me look a fair amount bigger. Do I give a shit? No, because I feel amazing in them. You look amazing in them. I'm like, the confidence that they give me is, is, mm-hmm. is worth whatever shape they make me look, you know? I feel like a boss wearing them. so you know anyone that's like ooh, they're not very flattering i'm like well they're not supposed to be Fuck off. they're supposed to cover your body because at the end of the day public nudity is currently illegal yes and they have five giant pockets five. oh pockets pockets five. you know yeah. and if i want to wear a giant flannel shirt over the top of them as well so that you literally cannot see my shape cool I don't owe the world my shape. Nope. They can use that to make assumptions over me. Um, yeah. Whatever. I'm just like, nope. Nope. I'm going you guessing because I ain't a woman. I ain't a man. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the moral of this story is, everybody, <laughs> frog stuff, do not, do not let knitted items, crocheted items, woven items, People and their values live rent-free in your wardrobe or your mind or your space or whatever. Screw all that. 
So frog stuff, raise your nits from the dead, stop using the term selfish knitter, stop giving a shit about how small something makes you look, or how big. Or how big. Because it ain't about that. Yeah. Basically, make stuff, like, make stuff and wear stuff that makes you flipping happy. Exactly. And don't feel guilty for it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We this really is- do chats and shit, don't we? Yeah, this is an odd episode. I know. I thought I thought we were going to get in the Halloween spirit and we'd be like, ooh, spooky. But nope, we're like, woohoo, mini feminist rant. Fuck yes. No, it doesn't feel Halloween yet. It's the 1st of October <laughs> we're recording. And honestly, it still feels like March. So. Oh my God, I had this conversation with Phil the other day, right? So we were walking up like near our flat and it was oh god it was like sunday morning so like it was bright sunny weather blue skies no breeze quite crisp there were some leaves on the floor and it wasn't i don't know like it looked the the scenery looked like it did in march it felt like it did in march and it didn't help that i was wearing the exact same flipping clothes that i've been wearing since march (laughs) because i have embraced athleisure wear yes like and i was walking and i was walking i was with phil i was like this could literally be March. This could be April. This could be June for all I know. I have no idea what month it is. I don't even care. How is it almost October? I know. You know? Like, so yeah, as far as I'm concerned, I have no idea when this is. <laughs> yep. And yeah, and I guess as for it not feeling totally Halloween-y, like, I turned on my Pokemon Go app today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, they'll have, the, they'll have the Halloween stuff. Nope. No, they do not. And <gasps> World, World of Warcraft... World of Warcraft is still on Brewfest. <laughs> Hallows End doesn't start for like another two weeks, and I'm just kind of like, yes, make it Hallows End. I've been waiting for this every single year for the past decade. Because uh, I have a slight World of Warcraft problem. Um, <laughs> I wanted to do pumpkin picking with Jay this year because he would be old enough to do it, except nowhere's doing it this year! Ah! Raging. Yeah, region. It's it's been a funny year, and like Halloween or no, like you know, wherever you all are, we hope you're all as safe and happy as you can be. We hope you are well. Mm-hmm. We hope you stay safe. We hope you stay safe, and we love any you interactions all. you have with raising things from the dead involves knitwear only. <laughs> yes, please do not use this as a boon to go and practice real necromancy. This is yarn related yarn chromancy only. We do not condone necromancy on this podcast. Unless, unless it is pertaining to healing magics, because in I think it was like edition 3.5. 3.5, it was necromancy. Like healing magic was based off necromancy, which I think is really flipping cool. Because technically, I suppose, you are taking someone's hit points from somewhere and like lifting them up. Yeah. But on 5th Ed, they changed that, so it's not... No, and I'm so sad, because like, I like the slightly like mean kick to healing. (laughs) She says as someone who doesn't play a healer, because... (laughs) You would be a Laura Bailey cleric. Healing? What is healing? Are you kidding me? Like my next D and D character is going to be a grave cleric. <laughs> yes, excellent. Well, like, at the moment, on World of Warcraft, I'm playing a death knight, so I'm just kind of like, I am the knight. I am undead. <sighs> I am going to instead my next campaign be playing a bard, which is very different and is basically Yaskier from The Witcher. 
Oh my god. It's gonna be fun. Anyway, we tangented again, Sia. We, we tangented did it. so much. Okay, okay, back to the knitting chat. Knitting chat. Oh, Ravelry. Boo. Yeah, so Ravelry have decided that they're turning off Classic on the 31st of March 2021. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we are in the COVID times right now, and as we've just discussed, it could be March, it could be April, it could be blah, blah, blah. You know, that, that, that month and day. But mm-hmm. keep an eye on that if you are still using Rav, because, yeah, that, that shit show's gonna yeah. do its thing. And also, like... I do feel gross that my patterns are on there, but sometimes you have no option. So, like I said, please buy my patterns on Payhip if you're going to buy them. But as soon as it's viable for me to stop selling entirely on Rav, I will be. But at the moment, it's just not quite there yet. Um, I get the impression you're not the only designer that's in that position. No. And it's the teeny tiny designers that don't have their own websites and things that are the ones that are going to get hit hard this Mm -hmm buy it but you know we're all working on it and as said my pay hip is the one i would prefer people to go to but on that actually spooky note ravelry <laughs> only someone could raise that back from the dead and we'll have the nice classic version on you know no accessibility issues <laughs> well i say that obviously like some people were having accessibility yeah. issues with classic rav as well but like if we could like you know raise the nice bits and like yeah, I've been into some sort of like Frankenstein's Ravelry. Yeah, but unfortunately we can't. And uh, I guess by the time we see, by the time we are speaking into your ears again, it will be after October. Yeah, at some point. At the moment, it seems like we're managing every six to eight weeks ish. So maybe it'll be November. Maybe it'll be December. Who knows? We don't. We like to keep you in suspense. <laughs> we keep ourselves in suspense. Never mind. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah. <laughs> but we uh-huh. shall say our goodbyes. And as we said, we hope you stay safe, mm-hmm. stay well, stay warm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we will see you next time. And if in doubt, froggy knitting. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Happy Halloween. Thank you for listening to the Tipsy Knits podcast. You can find the show notes at tipsynets.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram as at tipsynits. And you can find us on iTunes, Spotify and YouTube as the Tipsy Knits podcast. And if you'd like to, we do have a coffee page and you can find us at coffee.com forward slash tipsynitspodcast. podcast.